Today's podcast is presented to you by Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast, providing podcasters with a flat rate for ad space so you always know how much you're going to get when you include an ad from Podgo. I recently joined as a member, and you can too. Apply today to become a member and immediately be connected with advertisers that fit your audience. That That's podgo.co at p-o-d-g-o dot c-o. And also, if you... Uh, do go and sign up then you know make sure you tell them you heard about it through us in the uh application thanks Welcome to All Cats Are Gray in the Dark. I'm your host, April Simmons. This podcast contains true cases of graphic violent crimes and other stories of a dark nature. Please be advised that due to the subject matter and violent, sometimes sexual content and obscene language, this podcast is not for children or the faint of heart. Come in. Hello, everybody. Hi, everybody. How's your apocalypse going? <laughs> the plague apocalypse is upon us. I bonked myself in the head the other day. I and heard. So that's how my apocalypse is going. Like our hydraulics went out on our hatchback. And when I opened it and let go, it fell on my head <laughs> instead of staying in place. So and it literally. About an inch there, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, James has te- already teased me about that. Like, my yeah. husband's already like, you were already short. Now you're even shorter. Right. Because it literally, like, and it, uh, my spine hurts, my neck. Yeah, it compressed you. I've, sure. Yeah. I've got a d- indention on my head. Which is not <laughs> like, good. Usually there. a goose egg means that you're okay. An indention means you're not okay. <laughs> yeah. But the doctor said he didn't think it was an actual fracture, just to, just mashed it in real good. You know, I don't know. So, But I was told that they'll send me for a CAT scan if I have any more symptoms, which so far I have not. Oh, that's good. Um, and all I have to do is call the doctor back and let them know, basically. And they'll send Doesn't me it to go suck having to go to the doctor anyway with COVID out there? You're like, Fuck. Oh, yeah. No, somebody... Somebody walked in and was talking to the receptionist like I was around somebody who was tested positive and I'm just like, oh, I'm over there like having a panic attack in the waiting room. Like, exactly. oh, God, this guy has yeah. COVID. This guy has COVID. Right? <laughs> they were exposed. Yeah. It's scary. Yeah. Um, and the wait time was ridiculous like oh i'm sure did you have to go to the actual hospital like the er no i refuse to go to the er right now i'm like no um i I went to like an urgent care clinic and well we went to one and they were packed and they were like it's gonna be like a three-hour wait why don't you go to the other and they're like go to the other one and we went to the other one it was pretty much the same and we just decided to stay put and go go ahead and wait I would have said, I'm going to be in my car. Here's my phone number. Call me when it's time for me to go in. And I've done that. I did that with the dentist for my child. And I did that with my dad. He had to go to the actual emergency room 
um, he got attacked by a dog of all things. And I was not going in that emergency room. I was like, nope, somebody call me when, you know, I can go straight back. So I'm avoiding any hospitals at all costs. Same pretty much, but it is a little bit worrisome because I keep, I keep kind of like multiple times a day. I like run my fingers over the indention and I'm like, why am I not in the hospital? <laughs> like, why, like, why? Because but, you could die in there. Probably. Um, I'll take my chances at home. Just, just kicking it here. Yes. Um, we're today. We're going to talk about dolphin suicide. There's, there was no segue that was going to work for that. Did no. Like, oh. <laughs> And, and this, that's the strangest subject that I had actually never heard of until I started looking it over. And I'm like, oh, they just get depressed and stop breathing. Oh, that's yeah, they, like they control their they control just, their breathing, unlike humans. So that's yeah, they can just, they can just choose not to breathe. Just don't breathe. So. I feel like that some days too. I just want to just I don't want to die. I just want to fade away. Just stop breathing. And then I'm like, oh, God, I'm scared of death. Why am I even thinking that? <laughs> yeah. I I guess it would be dangerous if we could control our own breathing like that. It probably would, yeah. I probably would already be gone if I could just kill myself that easily. Um, let's be quite honest. I know that's a little bit morbid, but it's true. There's yeah. been times in my life where I feel like I, not at this point, but at certain sure. points in my life, I probably would have done that. Yeah. So, I mean, we all go through that. I think at some phase of our life, I know when I was younger, like way younger, like 30 years ago. And that sounds so, you know, horrible for me to say, because it's like, how the fuck was this 30 years ago? I was suicidal. I mean, most people kind of go through that. And then now at 45, it's like I am absolutely 100% anxiety ridden, terrified to die <laughs> where it was like, I'm going to go jump off a fucking cliff at 19. It's like, I'm not coming within 50 feet of the ledge of that, of that cliff. So yeah. Same. Things can definitely same. change. Um, I guess when you're faced with, you know, though your loved ones and stuff start to die off around you, exactly. yeah. it starts to, it starts to get real. And you're like, I don't know what happens after death. Yeah. You don't feel as and, invincible either. You see that yeah. happens and it happens to everyone and nobody gets out alive. So to me, it's like, why try to speed that up? Because we're only here for a very short time. Anyway, it may seem like a long time. It's not a long time. Um, why are we talking about oh because dolphins i was like why are we talking about suicide now and then i remembered the <laughs> dolphin <subject>. suicide <laughs> dolphins are very close to humans anyway so um shit somebody's messaging me hold on um it's uh the first one we're going to talk about is actually a dolphin who played flipper yeah I remember the didn't they move him or something and he got it's, it's actually a female it's actually there was five different oh, ones. Okay. But there were five different ones that played, but primarily it was a dolphin named Kathy. Okay. Um and she committed suicide um oh, after wow. the show ended. Um and I just that's it's so freaking sad, you know? Yeah. Um yeah, I'm sorry. I'm distracted, y'all. It'll be just a second. 
somebody's asking me something on Facebook. Hey, go away, I'm baiting. <laughs> I mean, we're in the middle of idiocracy anyway, right? This whole yeah. trying, stressful time of quarantine, it is idiocracy. So I'm just laying here like, go away, I'm fucking baiting. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to send them. Uh, it's actually somebody we want on as a guest. And they're asking me what microphone they need to get. So I felt like it was important to oh, nice. interrupt um, our, friend, our, our friend Nathan. Our friend Nathan oh, cool. is going to try to come on the show. Well, anyway, while you're messaging, we can go ahead in the middle of this and say happy birthday, Bonna. Oh, yes, it will be her birthday tomorrow. But it should be out by then, maybe. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> so, yeah, happy birthday, Bonna. Go, shawty. It's your birthday. No, I'm kidding. I'm not going to sing anything like that. <laughs> Maybe just a little. Now I've got um, Anthony and Michael Hall in my head from 16 Candles. You say it's <laughs> your birthday. <laughs> All right. Back to the the show. I may have to edit. I may edit that out. I'm not sure. Or I might just leave it because I don't really care. We're we're just we're just shooting the shit here anyway. I Why mean, not? Our, our our three fans are really not going to mind that that little bit of a, a that of thirty seconds of yeah that thirty yeah. seconds of disruption. Um, okay, Kathy was a bottlenose dolphin trained for use in the sixties television show Flipper. She was captured from the wild and taken into captivity to live the rest of her life as an entertainer for the series. She spent countless hours on set, but when her acting career was over, so to speak, she retired to a small chamber in the Miami Seaquarium. It was here that she became miserable and depressed when her trainer Rick O'Berry was called in to check on check in on the dolphin she ended her life by swimming into his arms and holding her breath how fucking depressing that is, is that so sad i don't like that <laughs> i don't like that at all can i click unlike right now on this whole thing yeah it's yeah it, it is depressing okay while flipper himself might have appeared to be one dolphin throughout the series the show cycled through multiple dolphins. Kathy, the dolphin that ultimately took her own life, was the primary dolphin of the show. Yet only one of the five dolphins who starred in this series. All five dolphins were directly taken out of the wild and trained to act for entertainment purposes. The dolphins used were mostly female as they are less aggressive. So that's why they used females instead of males. And they tend to be free of bodily disfigurement from skirmishes with other dolphins. The show was produced in cooperation with the Miami Seaquarium, and the Seaquarium hosted a variety of accommodations for the multiple dolphins who played the part, such as their set locations and pens. Kathy the Dolphin, a.k.a. Flipper, ended her life with a definite statement. After the show's completion, Kathy was kept in an isolated pen at the Miami Seaquarium. She had shown... Signs of sickness when her captor and trainer Rick O'Berry was called in to examine her. When he arrived, he realized Kathy was much sicker than anyone had expected her be, to be. She swam into his arms and stopped breathing completely. She took her last breath and held, held it even after her trainer grabbed her to hold on to her. When he let go, she sank to the bottom of the tank, and when he pulled her to the surface, she was dead. The smile I, of a dolphin. I just is need a, a bottle of wine now. I, just, I know, I don't right? Even drink. And I'm, after hearing that, it's like I just want to drink my sorrow away. 
The smile of a dolphin is nothing but a complete illusion, a human trait associated with the animal in an attempt to project our own emotions onto the creature. Dolphins can become se severely depressed, with, which causes lethargy, lack of appetite, and according to some scientists and activists, suicide. In the case of Flippers, Kathy, her trainer, insists that she killed herself due to a broken heart. She isn't the only dolphin to become depressed to the point of taking its own life. We're going to talk about that one a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um... Kathy's captor and trainer Rick O'Berry insists that Flipper's death was no accident. By taking her out of the wild and bringing her, and eventually bringing her into an isolated tank, her quality quality of life had become absolutely miserable. Even though he attempted to console the dolphins once she had stopped breathing, there was nothing he could do to make her willingly take a breath of fresh air. Why Since didn't they just take after they were done with with the show or whatever? Which I don't. I'll I'll never watch the show again. Now, I mean, I haven't since I was a little kid. But now I know I won't after knowing what happened. Why don't they release them back into the wild? I don't know. I guess because they get adapted to captivity. She didn't and, seem too fucking adapted. She wanted to I die. Know. You know. Or I guess maybe they just felt like they could profit profit off profit of a celebrity, off celebrity it, animal. Yeah. Um, uh, basically dolphins have to consciously, consciously decide to breathe. Unlike humans who will breathe instinctively, he concluded that her actions were completely intentional and it came as a result from moving her to captivity. The cat, the trainer was devastated and shocked by his d beloved dolphin suicide. Even though Rick is a very experienced dolphin trainer and claims to have been, Possibly the highest paid animal trainer in the world in the 60s, he admits that he was complacently ignorant towards her treatment and the resulting emotional repercussions of her captivity. After Kathy died in his arms, the very next day, he found himself in jail for attempting to free the remaining dolphins from captivity. Good for him. He, they should not have put him in jail. He should get a medal. On Earth Day 1970, he began focusing his efforts towards ending the captivity of dolphins, eventually founding the Dolphin Project. Rick continues his efforts towards ending the slaughtering, capturing, and captivity of dolphins. Hmm. So at least he, that, that's what changed his mind. He saw how miserable she was and, yeah. um, and actually made a change and has tried, tried to get them out of captivity, you know. And that was 1970. I how are things now? Have you looked up if I mean I know we have like um, SeaWorld and you know swim with the dolphins in Florida and other places and Gulf Coast and stuff which I would never do. I've never liked that idea of going swimming with the dolphins because I don't believe that dolphins or any other fish belong in captivity. So it makes me wonder if things have gotten any better as far as um, being humane to them. Um, there was a, he did a documentary that was a, maybe a few years back. Um, I'm going to look it up right quick because I forgot the name. Of, I think it's Dolphin Cove. Um, okay. He was involved in the making of that, The Cove. Yes, it, it's um. There's a documentary called The Cove, which is about dolphin hunting practices and stuff. It's uh, it's really uh like an award-winning film, basically. So, if y'all want to check that out and, and yeah, find out more sure. about that, you sure. All right, now the next famous story of dolphin suicide is Peter the dolphin. He was just six years old when he fell in love with a human. 
the bottlenose dolphin <laughs> met. Okay, yep. wait. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was I, part of. Mm, I, mm. <laughs> I've got this look on my face right now. Like, wait, well, what? It was. It was one-sided. Let's put it that way. Okay. Um, okay. Because yes. I know there was a woman in Great Britain or somewhere that married a dolphin, and then she ended up divorcing the dolphin. I think, or it was like this crazy uh, story. Well, that's that's a whole other yeah a whole other show. Anyway, um, <laughs> we're not going to talk about that one on there, but yeah. we do have. I do have some more shit to talk about on here. Okay. It's, it's gonna get it's gonna get weirder. Mm -hmm. But he fell in love with a human. The bottlenose dolphin met research assistant Margaret Howe just as the free love movement was emerging in 1965. Howe was supposed to spend ten weeks teaching Peter English words, but Peter was more focused on getting to know his teacher in a different way. As wow. he was sexually coming of age, Howe said Peter turned hot for his teacher and fell in love. How and Peter's star-crossed love story is the focus of a new BBC documentary, The Girl Who Talked to Dolphins, set to air next week, which this was a while, this was years ago, so it's, it's, that's already out. You can probably find it somewhere to stream. I didn't okay. look that up, but I, I actually have seen it. It's, yeah. How and Peter did everything together, eating, sleeping, bathing, and playing as part of a NASA experiment that aimed to teach Peter to speak through his blowhole. The experiment, which plays out like a real-life version of the famous 1973 film Day of the Dolphin, has a, had a unique setup. Dr. John C. Lilly, the experiment's leader, flooded a sun-drenched remote location in St. Thomas with seawater 22 inches deep. Howe had a desk suspended from the ceiling and a hanging mattress protected by a shower curtain, which Peter loved to splash water at for attention. Howe's lessons, so she was basically sleeping in a mattress suspended over his his um area you know okay. like where he was where he was in the water you know um the lesson started immediately but peter quickly proved to be a bad boy she tried hard to get peter to greet her by saying hello margaret but he had trouble with the letter m instead peter had something else to greet her with um about four weeks into the experiment how wrote in her diary peter has become sexually aroused several times during the week i find that his desires are hindering our relationship he jams himself again and again against my legs circles around me is inclined to nibble and is generally so excited he can't control his attitude around me so walk and, away I, I'm guessing she was getting paid for that shit and she just kept it going anyway. I was going to say, but get it's, another trainer, you know, walk away. And she says that the relationship of having to be together sort of turned into really enjoying being together and wanting to be together and missing him when, when he wasn't there. She admitted. Uh, in the trailer for the documentary, how explains that she would masturbate Peter to keep him focused. Otherwise, what? he did not pay attention to her lessons. Oh my yes. God. Okay, yes, you're right. This just got very much weirder. Oh, yeah, no. We've got another story that's also weird, but yes, it was easier just to incorporate it and let it happen. It was gentle. Peter knew I was right there. Again, it was sexual on his part, it was not sexual on mine. Okay, it so there's, just... a, there's animal husbandry. I know that vets do when they're trying to inseminate another animal. They'll do something similar to that. And it's not sexual yes. to them. They're just trying to breed the animal. But just the mental picture of somebody jerking off a dolphin just to get them to get off so that they can do something else. That's not animal husbandry. And that's really fucking weird. 
Yeah. Um, it would become part of what was going on like an itch just to get rid of that, scratch it, and we'll be done and move on. After the experiment ended and the lab was closed, Peter was shipped back to Lily's lab in Miami, and his health quickly de deteriorated. A few weeks later, Peter committed suicide with veteran Andy Williamson ruling his cause of death a broken heart. Margaret mm -hmm. could rationalize it, but when she left, could Peter. The love of his life was gone. The experiment was helmed by Dr. John Lilly, who became, later became howlingly insane after repeatedly injecting himself with ketamine. Oh, Jesus. And spending a little bit too much time in isolation tanks with, with the dolphins. So... Ended yeah. up liking it. That's what it was. He'd get fucked up on ketamine and go fuck dolphins. What a dildo. It doesn't say that he did that, but... But you the know he did. The, you know yeah, he but did. It, yeah. And so the... the uh, On the dolphin side of things, he was with this woman every day living together and this dolphin was in love with her and that is so depressing to me that is so because, ultimately depressing because to, because to her she might have thought of him in a fond way but obviously not that same way that he was feeling and then to just be ripped away from her like at the end of the experiment that's uh, heartbreaking it is this may be like the darkest show we've had. Well, no, okay, no, the pedophile one was probably the darkest, but this yes. is a, yeah. this is a close second here. Um, this next story, Malcolm Brenner wrote "Wet Goddess," a new book about a man's nine-month sexual relationship with a dolphin, God. an affair that an affair that breaks a striking degree of resemblance to his own interspecies romance. The author claims he started a relationship with a dolphin named Dolly back in 1970 when he was in his early 20s. He was a sophomore at New College of Florida in Sarasota. A writer hired Brenner to take photographs for a children's book about the dolphin show at an amusement park in nearby Nokomis. He was given free access to the park and introduced to the staff. If Brenner is to believe, the dolphin courted him. Initially, she became more and more aggressive, said Brenner, who lives in Punta Gorda, Florida. She would thrust herself against me. But over time, Dolly became more gentle, he claimed. You know, my dog thrusts itself against me all the time. It rubs up against my leg because it wants to be pet. And that's it. <laughs> Nothing more. Yeah. <laughs> He said, I found that ex extraordinarily erotic, Brenner said. It was like being with a tiger or a bear. This is an animal that could kill you in two seconds if, you, if it wanted to. After about nine months, the Florida Land Amusement Park was sold to become housing. His college sweetheart was shipped off to an oceanarium in Gulfport, Mississippi. Of course. While he said he enrolled in Evergreen State College in Washington. The Huffington Post has been able, unable to verify his account of the affair, but the park closed in 1971. However, historical photos and archival brochures indicated there definitely was a porpoise pool at the, uh, the park. I had every intention of going to visit the dolphin when I got back to the south, but it didn't work out that way, Brenner said. I learned the hard way that dolphins are shadow and much more emotionally 
vulnerable than I had ever imagined. Brenner said Dolly died about nine months after the last time he saw her. And it was assumed suicide. Mm. So he never went back to visit her. She fucking killed herself. What a dick. I mean, all these animal trainers are just absolute douches. Yeah. It's just really freaking sad to me. All of it is. The whole thing. This entire episode is just really, really sad and weird. You're right. Yeah. Ah, oh, like, it's like, I don't know how, like, I f- just feel like, obviously, these creatures have emotions similar to humans. That doesn't make it okay to have a relationship with no. them. And it, and doing these type of experiments is emotionally traumatizing them. Yeah. And that is just wrong. You know, it really is. I mean, even I mean, if, if you take the sexual aspect out of it, if you have a dog for 10 years, say, and then suddenly you just take that dog out on a dirt country road because it's gotten old and you drop it off and you shut the door and you drive away and you never see that dog again. That dog is going to get depressed. It's going to look for you for a while and then it's probably just going to die. That's, yep. that's what these trainers are doing with these dolphins. They're, the dolphins are getting attached to them and then they're just like leaving and never coming back and yeah the dog any animal or human would get depressed about that if they get attached to someone and then the person just ghosts them yeah but anyway i'm probably gonna have to like put a warning on this episode sure warning warning for animal sexual abuse and um just suicide in general like yeah lots of lots of tws there (laughs) Yeah, lots of trigger warnings. Well, I anyway. learned something that I never wanted to learn today. So Yeah. And it <laughs> seems like suicide does happen in nature, but it's sure. very rare for yeah. other beings. Penguins, but it seems for example. To, yeah. Those that mate for life like that, yes, there it, it happens. And it, it's also happened in the instance of whales and stuff, too. Um, so it seems like those those particular creatures have that emotional maturity and, you know, have yeah. depression or broken hearts or whatever that has caused it. And, God, it's just super fucking depressing. It really is. I don't like it. So we'll end this one. <laughs> yeah. Um, on that note. And apologize because we're so yeah, sorry, sorry to bring you down. I was just thinking in terms of like, I'm going to pick an episode to, that's just completely absurd. And I had this on my list. And then I did the, did a quickie version of the research today before we did it because we needed an episode. And I took a few days off because my husband was off work for his birthday and we spent time together. So I did it mostly just as so I took the time off and fit and felt like I needed to get some, get an episode out. And I picked this and I kind of regret it now. <laughs> but it's like, done. It's over. It's done. It's do? done now. And we can move on. Yes. And try to forget about dolphin suicide. Yes. Next <laughs> and, time, maybe um, we'll pick something a little lighter, like stupid, funny criminals or something. We did a stupid um, funny criminals here a while back and it seemed to be a pretty good episode. It seemed to be pretty fun. And I mean, we can just pick Florida man, 
you know, for anything. We can just go state by state and do just, we can start with Florida and have like five episodes just on Florida man. So Yeah. Or Karen's. Or, or Karen's. That, that, might, yeah. that might be too controversial right now. Mm, true. Uh, but trying to stay away from the politics and religion unless it's cults and then we're all about some cults yeah definitely trying to stay away from the politics because i know i don't want to scare off our audience no (laughs) we are politically neutral on this podcast yes sort of (laughs) we still don't want people to murder each other that's 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 as political as we are getting yeah Yeah. don't murder people right Unless they try to murder you first, and then by all means. Yes. Um, my shout-out podcast this week is I've started listening to The Murder Squad with Jensen and Holes. Um, and Paul Holes, the guy that um, helped solve the Golden State Killer case. But they talk, they basically just pick a, a case and, and discuss it and give their opinion on on solving it you know what what who they think did it that kind of stuff um and i just find it really interesting because it's actual investigators talking about it so that's my shout out this week even though you know it's up to you but it's it's two professional very professional investigators talking about cases it sounds great. I'll have to check that one out. Um, speaking of which, so we need to do an episode on these cases from Unsolved Mysteries. I'm sure you've watched them by oh, now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We need to have a long discussion about Rob. We need to do one episode just on Rob <laughs> from the episode with uh, the hairdresser yeah. that came up missing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And we'll have to do spoiler alerts on that stuff. Oh, but definitely. Yes, but- yeah. But two and six, I definitely want to do episodes on because six have was to. One about one about the mother. Yes. Anyway, and how messed up that case is. Yeah. Anyway, so everybody talk hard, talk hard, talk hard, talk hard, <laughs> and don't be too depressed about dolphin suicide. The end. <laughs> Bye. Bye.